You're about to enter Nowhere, California. After listening to this episode, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Nowhere, California, all one word, or finding us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Nowhere, California, and clicking. As always, we are hungry for your feedback. If you have something to say, send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Hey, Dad, this is Pinky of Pinky and the Brain. And as the smarter half of the duo, I listen to the Nowhere California podcast with Phil and Josh, like right now. Nerf! It's been a long road to get here, but this is it. This is the grand finale of the Long Beach Tales from the Comet. As we prepare to end our journey through the Long Beach Comic and Horror Con, this final installment is delving into the world of the conventions I've really grown to enjoy, and that is the creative minds and talents behind some really great work. The work is not exactly in the mainstream, but it deserves to be. And in this final installment of Tales from the Con, we are going to be talking to some great minds behind several great independent comic books. There's only one way to start with anything, and that's jumping in headfirst. So, without further ado, here's our conversation with the people behind the Children's Vampire Hunting Brigade. We're back here at uh, the Long Beach Comic and Horror Con with Dave from the Children's Vampire Hunters Brigade. How's it going, man? Good. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Sure. Uh, Basically, it's a four-issue miniseries. I'm the writer, and it's kind of like Buffy meets Essie Hinton's The Outsiders. Sweet. Um, It was inspired by a real-life incident um, in Scotland in 1954. uh, Hundreds of school kids went into the Southern Necropolis Cemetery looking for a vampire with iron teeth. Today, it's considered mass hysteria. In our book, they find what they're looking for, form the brigade, and then six years later, a couple juvenile delinquents are drinking in that same graveyard the night the vampires come back. Oh, nice. wow. That's all me. That's awesome. Um, yeah. When did you begin uh, uh, honing your craft of writing and uh, developing these uh, comic books and just writing in general? Um, you know, I've, I've had a couple short stories published years ago. Um, I've been kind of primarily concentrating on being a musician. I play guitar in a band called Dame Fortune, but... Uh, then I had a son, and I am a lifelong comic book fan, so I debuted this at WonderCon in March, and we ran a successful Kickstarter, raised $2,300, and this is my fifth convention this year. Oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> when did you feel like you uh, broke through with your uh, writing? Um... You know, I, that's that's a that's a tough question. I think what what helped me is that my day job I uh, record ADR for 20th Century Fox, and so I spend all day listening to the lines of dialogue and listening to them change and and experiment with different lines of dialogue. And so, like Mark Twain said, it, it helped me realize that the difference between the right word and almost the right word is the difference between lightning and a lightning bug. <laughs> Great, I like that. Great analogy on that one. Is there any other uh, projects that you're Want to develop uh, when uh, you're when you're done with the children's uh, vampire hunting brigade, or do you think this is going to be kind of a long-standing thing for you? Um, there's going to be a second mini-series uh, for the children's vampire hunting brigade that's going to be coming out. First issue debuting in April at WonderCon, yeah. and um, then I'm also going to be doing another graphic novel that's going to be called Abigail. Abigail O'Leary. It's about one of the first uh, women police officers in the United States. Oh, cool. And also, too, uh, with people that listen to our podcast, do you have any advice for any writers out there that are kind of uh, still wanting to find their right spot and push um, to their, their, that level? 
You know, I, I would say that definitely in this era of, of digital comics and stuff, the only thing that's stopping you is you yourself, you know. Um, if you don't have the money to do print editions right away, you can start building a fan base online for free. And, um, you know, it's it's not like the book publishing world where other comic book companies look at you doing it on your own and, and see you as being illegitimate. If anything, they actually see you as being dedicated and are more likely to look at your stuff. Oh, that's definitely. <laughs> uh, remind us once again where we can find everything the, that's the children of Vampire Hunting Brigade online. That's right. So if you go to uh, cvhb.net, that's the website. And um, also Comixology has the variant edition of issue one on sale. Nice. And with it being Nowhere California, we always have one question we always like to end with. It's our trademark. What is your favorite WTF movie moment? What is my favorite WTF movie moment? Okay. I usually say the whole thing, but there are kids present. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. Um, I would have to say uh, Fight Club. <laughs> when you find out who Tyler Durden really is. Oh, yes. That is, I was, that is that definite. I was uh, lucky enough to actually work on that movie. and oh, that is awesome. And that's one of those movies that I think is really was largely misunderstood at the time but will largely stand the test of time. Oh, there's oh, a huge yeah. call falling on it. So thank you once again for talking thank with us. Thank you, family. guys. Thank you once again, Dave, from the Children's Vampire Hunting Brigade. Check this out. It is at www.cvhb.net. This is a great coming-of-age gothic adventure. And check it out. You won't be sorry. Up next in our uh, conversations, we'll be talking to the penciler behind the great comic book, Steam World Chronicles. We're here at the Long Beach Comic and Horror Con with the penciler for SteamWorld Chronicles. Ben, how you doing, man? Good, good. Could you tell us a little bit about the book? Uh, sure. So this was uh, the first of a three-part series that we're working on. Uh, we had the privilege of running it through Kickstarter with great success, and so um, we wrapped it up the end of last year, the Kickstarter, and we're working through the process of putting it together. So the book... Uh, like I said, it's the first of a three-part series following the adventures of Quentin Bowlesby, who's our main character. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but it's, oh, yeah. uh, there's a train robbery in the beginning of book one, uh, uh, something of, of great importance is stolen, uh, and Quentin's brought in by the, the powers that be to track it down. So it's it's kind of a steampunk Indiana Jones sort of adventure. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, when did you start developing your talents for penciling and the art in general? Uh, I've been drawing since I was a child, so I uh, just love what I do. I, I went to college. I have a, a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Illustration. Um, Spent a little bit of time in the video game industry, uh, and so penciling is, is kind of a, a natural progression um, from that. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, who or uh, like what have you seen in your life or talked to in your life uh, that has inspired you towards your work, your uh, style? There's a number of folks. Uh, first and foremost, the comic industry is very small and, and populated by a, a lot of amazingly talented and just great people all around, too. So I love being at cons and, and talking to anybody and everyone that I can uh, network with and grow from. In particular, uh, I grew up in the 90s with Jim Lee's X-Men, and so that was yeah. that was really the, the kickoff point for me. Yeah. Um, Bernie Wrightson was another guy. Uh, if you've ever seen his work, Frankenstein, he did back in the 70s. Nice. His, his yeah. intricacy... Uh, to his line work and inking is just standalone, the best in my book. So that's kind of where I mean, <laughs> I, I pray to ever be close to him in, yeah. in skill level, but that's who I kind of emulate as far as where I'd like to be. Awesome. Um, has there been a point in your career that you felt like, yes, I finally broke through that glass ceiling, I, I'm where I need to be? Uh, truthfully, no. I mean, yeah. And hopefully, I never will. Yeah. And I, I say that because it's it's a growth process. That yeah. if you ever think, "Hey, I'm I'm in, I'm done," then you should probably stop because it's 
the, and that's what's so humbling about these sorts of cons, uh, Long Beach and, and San Diego as well. Like you just see some guys who blow you out of the water. And so um, always, always being hungry, always willing to, to work and improve is, is kind of what my mantra is. Yeah. And actually, with those words, uh, do you have any advice for any uh, artists out there that are trying to work through their frustration, get to that point where they're like, you know what, I'm where I need to be? Not not wanting to evolve anymore, but still getting to that point where, you know what, I want to get my stuff out there. I want to get online. Well, That's so, the, that wall of doubt, I guess. Yeah, and that, again, that'll that'll never go away, and, and that should drive you. In particular, Jim Lee, I come back to him. He, I follow him on social media, and he posted... Uh, just recently, a series of his rejection letters that he got from uh, DC and Marvel, and they were brutal. And yeah. but he took that and said, you know, what? they were right. Like I, I, I don't know how to draw hands, or my yeah. bases are too stiff. Yeah. And you know, looking at him now, wow, that really drove him. You know, yeah. and you could probably say he could probably say, look, I have made it. But the, the fact that that's kind of a, he's gone back to those to really reawaken it. Yeah. So my advice to to myself and to other artists. Uh, just continue. It's a job. I mean, there's there'll be times you do not want to pick up that pencil, you don't want to draw, but you need to because you need to get better, you need to grow, and that's really what differentiates professionals from amateurs. Is the, the folks not that you're getting a paycheck, but that, that you look at it and treat it as a job, and, and that passion will fuel the passion to want to grow. And, exactly. That yeah. will, that'll drive you beyond the exhaustion, beyond the frustration, the doubt. Because artists, I mean, we're our own worst critics, and we oh, yeah. will oh. nitpick our stuff till the end. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a writer and everything, and I. Brutally beating myself over. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, once again, uh, could you give us a quick reminder of where we can find everything Steamroll uh, Chronicles? Sure, SteamrollChronicles.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page. I think it's Facebook.com/SteamrollChronicles, uh, and then we're also on Twitter, SteamrollCron, as well. Awesome. And uh, before we end this, uh, since this is Nowhere California, we have a particular trademark question we always like to end every interview with. Okay. What is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? Good or bad? Ow. <laughs> uh, movie moments. Uh, I'm I'm truthfully drawing a blank on. Mm. Or TV. On, on t- well, to me, okay. So, Lost. Uh, I have. Mm. Yeah. And my friend Steve here is, is hearing me rant about this. That <laughs> I I invested so much energy into dissecting the mythos of mm-hmm. Lost. Yeah. And the ending of that series, not not even the hey, spoiler alert, yeah, hey, no, not that we're all dead, you know, yeah, kind of thing, yeah. but just that they never explained. They went down into like the Goonies tunnel at the very end. You there know, you go. Chester Cop about skeleton stuff that was just like really like I was reading books upon books. You know, every little yeah, I could rant about that, but that was really the, the WTF. Thank you, so thank much. you so much, Ben. Thank you, Ben, for letting us enter the world of the Steam World Chronicles once again. Check this uh, comic book out at SteamWorldChronicles.com. Up next, we delve into the worlds of the Archangels with the comic book, The Arcs. Okay. <laughs> this is Nowhere, California. We're at Long Beach Comic and Horror Con, and we're here with Sam Rhodes and Mike Poisson. And you guys are here for the comic book, The Arc? The Arcs, yeah. It's, uh, we're here. I'm uh, one of the co-founders of Family Comics, and we have a new book out called The Arcs, and Michael here wrote it. Mike, do you want to talk about what it's about? Yeah, it's about the seven archangels in heaven. Basically, God left the earth in their care centuries ago, saying he was going to come back and like bring them all to heaven afterwards, and he doesn't come back. So it's about the seven archangels trying to figure out what they're going to do. It's kind of a fall from grace for them. Some of them start going to the dark side and just losing faith that he's going to come. 
That is a that's a great that is an awesome concept. Thank um, you. It when, is. when did you start uh, developing your idea for the story? Where what were some of your inspirations towards it? Um, I started developing it three years ago as a pilot, actually, and then it just became too epic to try to shoot. <laughs> yeah. As a pilot. yeah, you can't so, confine it to a series or anything. Yeah, yeah, put it in a book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. um, so I loved reading comics growing up, and I grew up Catholic, and I always loved the angel stories yeah. growing up. But I felt like you didn't really hear what was at stake for them. Like, what did they want? Like, what did they believe in? What were they getting out of helping humanity? So exactly. that's kind of where I came from. Where did you guys at Fanboys uh, hear about this comic, or where did uh, you guys pick it up? We, uh, we've been publishing for about three and a half, four years now, um, and we knew Michael through a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, and he brought the script to us, and we read it and just were blown away by it. Yeah. I loved it completely, and uh, so we uh, decided we wanted to work with him, and thankfully he wanted to work with us. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you go to school or anything to hone your craft brain, or...? Yeah, I went to Emerson College where I studied, like, screenwriting and television video production and stuff like that. Uh, Has this been, like, your first paying, kind of paying job towards writing, or have you done anything else? Um, yeah, this is my first, like, official published work, so it's exciting. (laughs) Um, Would you consider this, like, the moment that you felt like you broke through, like, that glass wall of... Yeah, it's just exciting because, especially if you're writing scripts all the time, you're like writing it, putting it aside, like writing one, putting it aside. And this was the first time I got to see it like come to life. I got to work with a really good artist, Matt Jacobs, and the letter um, Yano Ransford. And it's just cool to like be part of a team that sees it actually like I don't know come to fruition. Oh, wow, that is awesome, man. Um, do you, would you have any advice, actually, both of you guys, for um, like artists out there, or writers too, that? are kind of frustrated with where they're at and trying to figure out that right path to get to where they need to be? Um, I I would just say, uh, just go do it. Um, Don't let anything get in your way, and uh, if you need to publish something, save the money, and, I mean, go. there are a lot of print-on-demand sites you can go. You Save the money for an artist, or find someone that you trust and can work with. I mean, it's not... It ta- it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time, but anyone really can do it. Yeah. So, and it's I think Michael is just talking about how nice it is to see that sort of finished and how yeah. the sense of like satisfaction you get yeah. and yeah. Uh, accomplishment. So. Yeah. Okay, and uh, just uh, remind us once again where we can find the. Uh, you can go to uh, thearcscomic.com. You can go to fanboycomics.net. Uh, and also at fanboycomics.net, we are an indie publisher, but we're also, uh, we do uh, geek news as well. We do podcasts, interviews, reviews, oh, all sorts of great stuff. So, again, you can find that at fanboycomics.net. And then we also have a Twitter at fanboycomics, and that's F-A-N-B-O-Y-C-O-M-I-X. Got it. So, and of course, with this being nowhere California, we have a trademark question we always end every interview with. What is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? Good or bad? <laughs> Ooh, favorite oh what the fuck movie moments. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some reason. I know, I keep thinking of some, but they're like spoilers for the movie. <laughs> so you don't want to give it away. No, that's fine. We're, we're, we're a spoiler centric site. Yeah, you know, okay. so yeah. Yeah, we basically, for us. We warn everybody. Yeah, we uh, warn everybody of spoilers, but also, too, we feel like if, if you spoil it, it's not really a spoiler because it's the journey. You, you hear about it, and then for me, it makes me want to see the movie even more. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've got mine. Uh, it's the entire, uh, from the beginning to the end of Prometheus. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was my favorite one. 
Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. <laughs> My favorite is in X3, the whole Dark Phoenix saga was super exciting to have to watch. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank yes. you so much, guys. Thank, guys you. thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks again. The comic book is The Arcs, and the company behind that is Fanboy Comics. Check it out. Go to thearcscomic.com or fanboycomics.net for more information. Thank you once again to the writer Michael and Sam from Fanboy Comics. Up next is our final conversation, and it is from the writer of the comic book, Oh Hell. Uh, This is Nowhere California. We're coming to you from the Long Beach Comic and Horror Con once again with... George Wassel. From the great uh, web comic book series called Oh Hell. Could you give us some info about the comic book? Uh, well, we, we began as a, a, a web comic. Uh, we now have uh, uh, about 90 pages online. Uh, her parents have had it, throw up their hands, ship them off to boarding school, not realizing the school's actually in hell. And it's pass-fail. Oh, that is it, one hell of a concept. It, as it should be. <laughs> that is a wonderful concept. Well, uh, the, the, the question, though, is do you want to pass if you're in hell or do you want to fail? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's a very good question. Yeah. Do you get to take the elevator up when you fail? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you in here. Go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, how long have you been uh, doing your art? How, where, when do you start uh, honing your skills well, out? I, I, I'm, the, I'm the writer, uh, creator. Oh, on yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I... I, I wrote as a hobby for like the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple of screenplays that were optioned. And, um, I'm 67 now. I'm retired. I'm the oldest person here, uh, uh, I would guess, unless Stan Lee were here. You know, then, oh, yeah. Then I'd, be, then, then I'd have someone who beat me. Yeah. He's a Highlander. He's, he's, he'll live forever. Uh, <laughs> what, what is his secret? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I had this idea, and then I found a really uh, a fun, creative team. Uh, uh, Dave Hammonds, the artist, does all the line art, oh. and uh, a young fellow from Columbus, Ohio, and um, uh, Michael Burkhofer uh, freelances for Hi-Fi. He's been doing the coloring on it. Oh, that's awesome. So, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So you got a great crew there. Yeah. Really wow. Um, what were some of your inspirations to develop uh, Oh Hell? Um, well, you know, having written screenplays, I actually had uh, eight of them that were options. Some yeah. for uh, as little as a dollar and some for as much as uh, bad checks that bounced. You know, it, it was typical Hollywood stuff. Yeah. Um, I actually had uh, uh, some that got pretty high up the food chain, but then... You know, too many, so many things have oh. to come together yeah. to make it happen. It's the yeah. politics and, and yeah, the red well, tape. You, well, it's not even. It's you got to have a, the right director. You got to have the right money. You gotta oh, have the right talent. You got to yeah. have the right. You know, and, and and everybody has to be available at the right time. Got to have all and, the dominoes up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like we've talked about on the show. Everybody considers it a puzzle, but we've come up with the theory that it's like Jenga. Movie it, Jenga. Yeah. Everybody thinks they have the right pieces already, so it's like a Jenga thing, but you got to make it the right moves. Exactly. That's, mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a real... Uh, I think that's real... Uh, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. because when you go yeah. in, you know... you In your mind, you know you're doing the perfect project. Right, right. And, yeah. and but, yeah, and one wrong move or one piece out of place, and that's... Boom. It goes yeah, down. It's, it's yeah. all going down, yeah. Um, minus from your... From Ohel, uh, is there another like dream project that you have in your mind that you would want to jump into? Oh yeah, I, I have uh, uh, Ohel's uh, uh, Volume One. We're going to be doing. A, uh, actually, we're going to be launching a Kickstarter uh, 
Uh, we'll be done with all the art, uh, and then we're going to uh, put it together in a 200-page uh, hardcover. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so we're going to do a little Kickstarter in the spring. Uh, that's the plan right now. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, getting the branding and getting the word out has been taking up so much time. It's yeah, I have volume two rattling around in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. You know, and um, uh, just wanting to get back, you know, seat of the pants to the seated chair so you can write. Oh, absolutely. It's really tough with at this stage. Yeah. Uh, at what point in your uh, writing career did you feel like you uh, have broken through, made that way to like, okay, you know what, I want to be. This is where I wanted to be. Uh, always. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really, from uh, from uh, high school, I I had a job uh, at one point in time. It was uh, outpatient psychiatric uh, treatment uh, uh, for troubled kids, and uh, um, I hated every part of the job. But then there were like three or four different uh, departments, and nobody was communicating. So I started this underground newsletter, uh-huh. you know, and I did it yeah. anonymously and would slip in gossip and fun things yeah. and off the wall stuff. And it became so popular, all four departments were reading it, and then that became the way to communicate. We opened up all these lines of communication. Wow. You know, so uh, yeah, it's I, I've always I've always wanted to write. That's awesome. awesome. And so yeah, yeah, being at my age, what what, what I did was um, I, I figured uh, this is kind of like my legacy. I'm, I'm 67. I'm retired. And I decided I'd take the children's inheritance. And you know, <laughs> I, I'm here at Long Beach Comic and Horror Con, and they're not. Yeah, you know, there you go. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you awesome. have any advice for uh, upcoming oh, yeah. writers and the ones that are struggling to realize their potential or their dreams? You know, I, I think uh, uh, there were two, two bits of advice that, were, that I, I really latched on two years ago. Uh, the, the first one is seat of the pants to the seat of the chair. You know, you, you just have to sit down and you do have to write. And then the other thing that really helped me was uh, don't get it right, get it written. You know, I, I think that what I've seen with a lot of young people is that it's like, oh, this isn't right, this isn't right, this is, you know, and, and they, they obsess about it. And it's like, no, you have to get it written to start with and, and then, then go, back go back and then you do the rewriting. But if you never get to the end, you, you can't really start. Yeah, you know? yeah So you have to get to the end and then... Uh, and then okay, definitely. Um, give us a quick reminder of where we can find everything at Oh Hell. Uh, oh Hell is uh, at ohellcomics.com, and that's O-H-H-E-L-L comics.com. Um, there's 90 pages up. We update twice a week. Uh, everything's free. And, uh, you know, we hope people will uh, like what they see and follow us and support us when we start our Kickstarter. And definitely. And uh, with it being nowhere in California, there's always a question we like to end with. Oh, here's the question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the big end. Yeah. It's, it's, it's our signature question. It's our signature. It's our trademark question. We've asked it to Sid Haig at uh, the landing camp. Rob We've Paulson. Asked, we asked Rob Paulson last yeah. night. And it is, what's your favorite what the fuck movie moment? What's Good or bad. <laughs> Good or bad? Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, just a moment that made you go, "What uh, the? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Trust me, we get that reaction from everybody every time. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a total blank here, guys. Oh, it um, happens. It's okay. Um, you know? 
take your time also do I edited this myself so well if oh, you yeah. guys want to come back in about five minutes actually you know what I go oh. back uh, oh you know what for me it was um, uh, the usual suspects oh yes I yeah I I yeah that's oh. that's one of my all-time favorites oh and, yeah and in the end I mean it was uh, like, yeah what the fuck yeah. nobody yeah. really saw it coming that no. was I think yeah. that was the last real big twist I ever saw in cinema in yeah. my life yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that yeah that, that so, I, I have to agree with you there so thank you for so me that that would be it yeah. thank awesome, you so man. much thank that was so a wonderful one well thank you I really appreciate it, guys thank you and finally thank you George for that great conversation about the comic oh hell Check out Ohel on www.ohelcomics.com or www.ohelgraphicnovel.com. And if you missed any of the information or you forgot to write it down or something, definitely check out our info on this episode. All the links will be posted. So that wraps up this independent comic book edition of Tales from the Con. Thank you to everybody that participated in this episode. Like I said before, check out all the information for these comics in the show notes on your iPod or on the webpage you're looking at right now. Anyways, I guess this closes this chapter of Tales from the Con, our journeys through the Long Beach Comic and Horror Con. I gotta say, I know I speak for Bill on this when I say thank you to everybody that participated and talked to us, from everybody from Ohel to the Children's Vampire Hunter Brigade to Steam World Chronicles and the ARCs. Gotta send a special thank you to Lance Hendrickson for that great conversation we had with him the lovely Moon Suicide for the time she spent with us and also to the lovely Alea Down for the great conversation we had with her and of course we gotta give our love to Huge Rogers Press from We Can Get Them For You Wholesale and Tommy and Casey from Mud Art and of course we cannot forget the great time we spent with Rob Paulson. thank you very much and also you know what thank you everybody for listening to this 2013 was a very big year for Network California, and I know I speak for Bill when I say we cannot wait to reveal what we have in store for 2014. So until then, this is Josh, and we now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast.